on. Can we stop it? No, we started. I, like, I, like, I don't like the breaks in the middle. I think like... It's hard to do that. That sounds better. But it sounds better. Yeah. That's sounding good so far. What day is it? It's Snarly Sunday. <laughs> Where's everyone else? <laughs> We're always ready for the call. What? Dun, 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 dun. What are you doing? Mom knows. To fight, to stay, or fight. <laughs> I know. Ish. You know I ish. postcard, we are for oh. you. Yay, good job. Yeah, you know those. I thought I knew them, and then I saw that there were different words that I was used to. <laughs> Welcome. We are here for another week, uh, another Snarly Sunday, and everyone here, except uh, for me, took a break last week. We were in Bear Lake yep. at a family reunion, and wasn't it nice to hear your um, uncles, everybody? Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. What did you like most about it? You didn't? Maybe we'll start when we go to grandma's today. Okay. That sound good? Mm -hmm. What did you like about it? Um, um, you guys actually contributed. Not much. <laughs> I liked that what? Lee was like smarty pants. He's just like, did you yeah. know? Lee yeah, Lee had some really good... He was good... stating a bunch of facts. Yeah, maybe we should do a sister. Should we do uh, ants? Yeah. Day? Oh, that's a good idea. I wonder but how we could do that. How could we? We just have to Next do year. Yeah, maybe. We just have to have like two different phones. Like oh, that could be cool. Like a, Three a different conference phones. call. Maybe it would work. Okay. Anyway, it was cool to have guests and it was cool. I've been thinking about or these other, maybe other groups of people. Think? Like I was thinking maybe I should invite my choir friends to, um, to do this. Or maybe like my high school friends or maybe our cul-de-sac or something, you know, be mm -hmm. interesting to... Anyway, because this is so much fun. Isn't it so much fun to listen fun to? Fun 41. That's right. Okay, so uh, we have this week um, that we've enjoyed, which was August 4th through the 10th. And um, that started things off with Coast Guard Day mm. on the 4th. Mm. And on the 4th, it was a Sunday. We weren't playing at the beach, but we were in Bear Lake having beach time fun for our reunion. True, um, but not on Sunday. No, it was, when did we go? Friday? Monday and Saturday. We went Friday we and Friday Monday. 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 Friday and Monday, yeah. And had a blast. What was the best thing that we did at the lake? Peacock. The peacock? The peacock soccer oh, game. Oh, yeah. That was fun. So the big blow-up peacock that we would play and on. The and then there was a big blow-up soccer ball. Six feet tall. And then we played a game with the blow-up soccer ball. Yeah. So this isn't the Coast Guard, which that's what we're recognizing that day, um, because I, I think I researched that it was um, the 4th was the day the Coast Guard was uh, organized. But um, we were in the lake, and they do have a patrol there. Did anyone see a lake patrol person? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Alyssa did. What happened? My cousin and I hijacked a paddleboard from some of the girls. We didn't have our life jackets on, so we had just swum out a little bit. Yeah. Because Bear Lake doesn't get very deep very fast, so we were like maybe waist high in the water, and so we just hijacked a paddleboard, and those girls just swum back because they like, don't want to. Girls, not not just any random girl. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> we beat up some cousins. kids in Bear Lake. <laughs> they were our cousins, um, and they just swam back to the beach because they didn't want to play on the paddleboard anymore. 
And so we were just out playing on the paddleboard and one of the uh, patrol people came by and asked where our life jackets were. They did? Yeah, we went a little bit too far. And we were like, oh, they're back at the beach. And I think it was also because I had capsized the boat a few times while Rachel was laying on it. She's one of our cousins. and Yeah, anyway, so we had to go back to the beach and, yeah. So what did you do? So, so what did they say? They just said, wear your life jacket. And you said, they're at the beach. And then what they say? You better go get them? Yeah. Did they blow a whistle? Did no. they just drive up? They just drove up. Just one person? Mm-hmm. Like on a way runner? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. When you told me that story, I was so grateful. I was so happy. Like, and I'm the type of person, and I've told this many, many times, I hate getting the whistle blown at me at the pool so, so much. It's like the worst feeling Mm -hmm. to me. But when you said that the Coast Guard, or not the Coast Guard, the um, Lake Patrol person came up to you and just said, hey, where are your life jackets? And reminded you to go get them. Yeah. Like, as your dad, I was just like, thank you so much. Yeah, he came up, and Rachel... And I didn't know that he was like a patrolman person. And so we were just getting back onto the paddleboard after falling off. And he was like, You guys are drown are you guys drowning? And we're like, No. <laughs> we're just messing around and yeah. So he reminded you. Where's well that's Anna? cool. She's upstairs. She oh Anna's not here. Should we announce that she's not here? Anna doesn't want to be here. She's tired. Um, she just decided she is tired. Yep. So and that's And it's very valid. That. These girls went from um found reunion for a week. Mm-hmm. Straight to girls camp for three more days, three three more nights, four days, mm-hmm. and so they're pretty. I would assume this whole weekend would be kind of. Alyssa seems fine. She doesn't seem phased <laughs> by it. No, she's usually I our stay tired up person. Really, really late anyway. So, but Anna's very. That's phased true. Anna by does it. not. She's been. Anna never stays up. Really late. tired. She doesn't like to. A little bit of crying. I, a little oh. bit of. I don't she doesn't like to stay up late because the next day she usually always has like early morning yeah, soccer like and just like in. she doesn't like to sleep in. I like to sleep. Like yeah. she likes to like just lay in her bed and like sometimes do that, but no, never... she doesn't like to lay in her bed. She doesn't understand. No, she <laughs> she doesn't for, lay in her bed. Not for like a long time. Like she does it for like a few minutes and then she's like, I need to get out of here. This is boring. Yeah. Well, we miss her and um, she'll be back. to another episode for sure um but what i wanted to say about this um lake patrol person like i just have heard and seen too many headlines at a lake where people just get too comfortable doing whatever it is they're doing and then something happens right and we've seen at bear lake like a storm just kind of race in out of nowhere and just wreak havoc on the beach or cause some really really crazy waves and if you're out there on a paddleboard even if you're in like eight feet of water, you know, like that could be a really, really scary thing. And um, anyway, so I was really happy that um, that they had someone out there doing that, and um, grateful that on a larger level for our entire country, we have the Coast Guard that does that, you know, um, on our shores, and not just like they're not like paid lifeguards, but um, you know they do protect our shores because if someone was to come. And uh, try to attack us by um, sea, and they are right there. So, yes, Peter. That was the navy. Is the navy like farther out? I don't know if they get past the navy. Then those are like. I'm not even gonna make up an answer. I don't even know. I just know the the coast. The coast guard, from all I can tell, is they they guard the coasts and the navy. If we need to occupy, you know, an area outside of our country. you know, they they would be sent 
So, but it looks like mom is on top of that. She's gonna Google that answer right now. My grandpa was in the Navy and he was stationed in Okinawa, Japan, which is not one of our coasts. That's where the so, yeah. Okay. So, really mom's gonna right. mom's gonna give us a, an answer. Peter. The major difference between the Navy and the Coast Guard comes from the very top of either branch. The Navy is part of the Department of Defense, while the Coast Guard falls under the Department of Homeland Security. This allows the missions and structure of both branches to best serve the needs of the country. Very that, good. Did that help? Yeah. Yep. I think so. So there we go. Happy uh, Happy Coast Guard Day. Uh, the 5th of August, which was Monday, we're going to ask Joshua to discuss this one. It was Blonde Appreciation Day. Hey, Blondie. I'm a blonde, too. I know, but we, no, we assigned Joshua this one. Joshua, your hair is, like, barely blonde anymore, though. Yeah, yeah. We're, we assigned it's you this because brown. you soon will have brown hair. But what do you think? What, what I, were you able to appreciate on Blonde Appreciation Day? Or how would you appreciate me. it now? He appreciates no, he Peter. Actually, yeah. I appreciate that Peter's on this earth, but... <laughs> <laughs> you guys just got done playing together. Yeah, we were just playing together. You appreciate that he's on the earth, but I must have missed part of that conversation. What are you doing? Balancing on his ball. I know, but he's not allowed. All right, let's not get distracted. Okay, so, so, Blonde Appreciation Day. Um, I, I am... Um, I'm happy that I'm born blonde because I'm not going to be blonde for that much longer. I'm probably not going to be blonde in like 30 years. I still mm -hmm. say his hair is brown. It used to be blonde, but I say it's brown. Everyone else says it's blonde, but I say it's I brown. I say it's dirty blonde. Dirty We've blonde. had this conversation quite frequently. Very I still and, say it's brown. Um, like, pictures are associated with this podcast in the history of our lives, people will have to make their own decision. Well, Mom. But I think it's blonde. <laughs> he's blonde. He's pretty blonde. Who's the blondest person you feel like you know? Oh, like Peter. blondie, blondie, blonde. I have white hair right here. Yeah, he's like white blonde hair. I, <laughs> where I, I, was, I was more Peter's blonde. Peter's pretty than blonde. Than no, you weren't. Yeah, he was pretty blonde. I was more blonde than Peter. But not blonde, more blonde than Peter. Yeah. Well, when you were younger. Yeah. But I have white hair right here, and then my like, hair like, on the top is brown. Yeah. Because I it's always put brown. water in it. And, and you know, brown. when... I've heard when, like, little boys are um, blonde, they call them toeheads. Do you know why? Wait, what? They what? They call them toeheads. No, no, I don't want toeheads. Do you know why that is, Mom? Because it looks like they have a toe on their head. I don't know. All this time I should have done a little bit of research. I feel like most... Oh, Mom's going for it. She's got, she's got her... I feel like most boys have toeheads. Toeheads? Like most, not boys, but most blonde boys. <laughs> Well, How many blonde boys do you know? Not that much, but all of them that I know have like. Or maybe they just style their hair like so it's spiked up. Oh, calic. Okay, here we go. I know. All right, mom's. Thank goodness for Google. We're getting all kinds of information here. I know, right? Well, the kids banter. Mom looks up stuff, and I'm just stunned. Like I don't even know what to say. Okay, go ahead. So, um, a blonde person who's very pale, almost white hair, resembles toe. So toe is. An alluvial deposit in a river, such as a sandbar or a small island formed from silt, often permanent enough to have vegetation. Peter's very confused. So, toe is like a sandbar oh, or deposit toe, in a river. The, the like toe. sand? Yeah. So, it'd be like they have sandy blonde hair. Yeah. I guess blonde I hair, toe, did not expect being that. Flats or hemp fibers, toe headed. Well, Peter's not toe head. Peter's not toe headed. 
Peter is a toehead. No, because it said almost white. He used to have almost white hair. He's less of it now. Yeah, but... Um, I'm going to tell you a story. When I was thinking of blondes, I was thinking of um, famous people with blonde hair, and I was thinking of my experience with either friends or family with blonde hair, and it's kind of limited, and I thought, are there a, are there a lot of blonde people? I mean, sure there are, right? Um, but the weirdest thing, I, I thought of this song that I sang um, my junior year probably for Solon Ensemble, and it was called Last with the Delicate Air, and um, the way that I remembered it was not Last with the Delicate Air, but it was Last with the Golden Hair, and um, that's like a completely different thing <laughs> because delicate air would be like just this way about, you know, uh, someone's manner. And I was thinking of golden hair. And <laughs> for all these years, I probably haven't sung that song since my solo ensemble years, but I just remembered um, that. And so I always thought of that experience singing that song and stretching to hit those high notes um, as um, singing about a person with beautiful golden blonde hair and anyway that's a funny thing and maybe we'll add a little bit of the song to this recording so people can hear it young molly who lived at the foot of the hill whose fame every virgin with envy doth fill of beauty is blessed with so ample a share Men call her the lass with the delicate air, with the delicate air. Men call her the lass with the delicate air. Anyway, doesn't seem like there's a lot of uh, thoughts on blonde other than the boys arguing about who's blonder. And who's going to have blonde hair. From our family, like we didn't do a lot of... Yeah. We don't have any blondies in our family, other than Mary Jane and... Is Sarah real blonde? Well, she's Mary, blonde. She's kind of strawberry. Didn't is Mary she? Jane, like, dye her hair blonde, though? Yeah, is anyone true blonde? She's blonde. Like, she was born blonde. She's blonde. She was? She's always been blonde, but... We have yeah. a, we have videos of her, like, without blonde hair, and she's got, like, darker Mata, hair. Matt is sort of blonde. Madda's not blonde. She's got brown hair. Um, for sure. Do you know who Madeline no, is? Yeah. Do you know who Madeline is? She I haven't seen her for a while. She's got dark hair. Yeah, I saw her. But Claire's pretty blonde. Oh, Claire is, blonde. That's right. Claire's blonde. And um, do we have any on your side of the thing? Sky. I guess. Sky's blonde. Sky's a blonde. Raven. Sky's blonde. Raven's oh, Raven. blonde. How is Raven blonde? Every, both so both blonde. Lindsay and Brad well, have very dark hair. It's so funny because her name's Raven, so you'd expect this like dark, dark hair, Raven. like a very yeah. tan. She's sure the only turn. person in her family that's blonde. I don't think it will stay blonde. This guy's the only person in her family that's blonde. This guy's blonde. So those that stay blonde, that's an interesting, it is an interesting like, genetic because, trait, isn't it? Like Mary Jane was a lot lighter, and then I think she's gone darker, but you know, hair dye. It's hard, to, it's hard to tell nowadays, huh? With hair dyes. But it did say in my reading about blondes or toeheads that it's um it's not as common, less common to have that than to have like a dark color. Yeah. Interesting. Um all right, I'm gonna just swap over to the six, which was card playing day. Alyssa? Tell us about card playing day. I've seen you what play cards more in the last week than probably ever. <laughs> Yeah, oh, we did get new deck of cards. <laughs> yeah, we well, got what's your, Okay, first, what cards. are your favorite favorite card games? Uh, my favorite is Solitaire. 
She can play it by herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone plays solitaire by themselves. Mm-hmm. No, Rachel and I know how to They're play together. They're all very lonely. Well. They are not lonely. Okay, so solitaire is your favorite? Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other card games that you like? Scum. You like Scum. I don't even know how to play Scum. I know how to play Scum. I like scum. I like to play garbage, too. I like golf and garbage. Scum and garbage. Sounds like some pretty interesting games. Golf, garbage, and... Golf, garbage, and war. Golf, garbage, war. (laughs) What about you, Mom? What are your favorite card games? I like a good game of skip-bow. I like some golf. I like a good game of skip-bow. It's not like a traditional card game. Rook, I like to play. I still don't understand. That's what I thought you were going to say first. I don't like Rook. Well, we haven't really played it lately, so I played the other two. Mom, we've learned, but it's not fun. No. Okay, so Rook used to be the game, the only card game, really, that we played at the Castletons because we we weren't into phase 10 and we weren't using face cards for anything. Brian was anti-games. And I was anti-card games and yeah. Becky had to deal with that. Those were hard years for you, Those weren't were they? Hard. It was a little hard because we, that's kind of what we did in, as my family. Like we played games and cards and so Ryan was like not into it and I was like, who's this guy that I married? Right. And then if we would play a game, we I'd play it one time and, and then, then after I'm like, like, hey, we, maybe we should change the rules. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> it's like a foreign thing for your family. Well, and I think anytime someone tries to change your house rules of what you're trying to play is like, I don't like to play That's that way. Weird. Like, why would you change my rules? Like, this is how I like to play. Yeah. And it wasn't really a hard time, but... It, it wasn't, but <laughs> it's funny to think of it that way. It was such a hard time. It was a little piece of, like, why doesn't my husband like to play this? Like, well, card how games... did I not know this about you? Yeah, I think card games make me super tired and because when it's not out? your turn, you're just kind of like, whatever. Whereas if it's, like, a trivia game or something, like, even though it's not your question, I'm you can still think of the answer yeah, for it. So, um, anyway, but when I finally learned how to play Rook, um, I really liked that. And we've since gone to do things with the Wilsons and just played Rook. And we play Rook at your house. Um, And I put a card game on here that I am super excited about called 50 Nifty. We played that right before we went on our reunion. And uh, we, we adjusted rules a little bit because we're still trying to figure out the best way to play it. But 50 Nifty is a game that I created that is themed the 50 states. And um, I think it's going to be a hit. In the it's going to be It's going to be amazing. Peter and Joshua are going to sell it to all of their teachers. Not sell it. We're just going to give it to them. And then they're going to like talk to other yeah, people. Yeah, we're going to sell it. Like, this is so cool. We're going to sell it. And then you put it in the stores already. And then they would like buy it. Gift. Like, yeah. You aren't allowed to sell things at school. That's true. Yeah. We're, we we wouldn't sell things. Mr. but. But it's kind of just like a matching game, but it's pretty, you know, Hard. big just because there's 50 different states and you've got to know the capitals and you've got to know the shape and you've got to know the, the, nickname, the nickname and the, uh, the, the post plate. office abbreviation, the license plate. So anyway, pretty fun. For some reason, I've just always think. wanted my kids to know the 50 states and their capitals. I know the 50 states, not the capitals. Mm-hmm. And I created a card game so that they would. Yeah. So, you don't know the capitals? Did you not learn that? This year? No, no, you learn it in eighth grade. Mm. That's when you learn the capitals. Well, you learned the capitals. <coughs> I'm so proud. You, have to take a you test finally, you finally learned them. Yeah. And you didn't come home and say, "Dad, I learned them." I did, did we talk about this? Yeah, yeah. I was memorizing them she in the did. living room one night while you guys were making dinner. 
You remember? And Peter was. Why wasn't to I quizzing them? you every time we oh, went yeah. to school? I was trying to guess them. I think you had. What? All right. You did. Well, <laughs> I hope I wrote down that memory because I'm not remembering it right now. Memories. All right, so those are our favorite card card games to play. Um, the seventh, follow your passion day. Mom, when, when I say follow your passion, what is it that you think about? I think the thing we, um, discussions we've had this week about follow your passions have gone along the lines and the things that have stood out most to me are the idea of you can follow your passion in a multiple, in multitude, I don't know, of different ways. And I think uh, the idea that works really well in my mind is that you can follow your passion within anything that you're doing. So I think passion, you could also describe passion using words such as your talents, your gifts, your abilities, the things that you, that naturally come to you, the things that you um, are drawn to, the things you enjoy. And I think um, you can incorporate those into everything that you're doing. So if I'm going to follow my passion, I can follow that while I'm being a stay-at-home mom. I can follow that while I work at the school. Um, you can follow it in your job. It doesn't mean I need to drop everything and follow my passion to the to the detriment of all else around, all everyone else around and all other things around. I think sometimes that's that's kind of what we get in our mind when people say, follow your passion, do what you're passionate about, and the money will come, do what you're passionate about. What You hear all of these things. There's yeah. so much so much out there as far as following your passion, whether don't follow your passion or do follow your passion or, oh, there's just so much out there um, about passion. And I think uh, it's just important to recognize, like, we are given these passions for good purposes and um we just need to always keep things i think i want to say in check but that's it that sounds closed i mean just keep things in a balanced manner at all times and and that includes following your passions you you can follow your passions still and keep things balanced and and focus on the goals and drives that you have and yeah I think I was really surprised with you when we were looking at um, like online content about following passions. There's just like, you can tell in the headlines, like all of the different advice that you're going to get. Yeah. But the way, the way that I see it is what you just described. Like there's work to be done, like everywhere. There's always work to be done. So if you got to clean the house, like clean it in a way that you're passionate about. And if that means like, listen to some cool music as you're doing it and do it like way early in the morning so you get to enjoy your house then do it that way if that's what you're passionate about or if it's a a different way then do it that way yeah you know i think it's important oh go ahead well and just that these passions the way that you do your work um coupled with what you're truly passionate about whether it's a hobby you're wanting to develop or whatever like those will pave the way you know, and there will be those people that drop everything and follow their passion. But to me, in some cases, that's like trying out for the lottery, you know, like, because let's say that you don't, that you don't get chosen. Yeah. You're not successful in in signing on with the record label, you know, um, what's plan B, you know, you don't need to be starving, um, just because you won't accept anything other than your passion. Um, 
So anyway, not that there's anything wrong with people that try it, like go for it. We've been blessed with a number of people that they've done that and they've, you know, become great singers or whatever that have provided the world beautiful music. But Well, and I think that's, that's the key as with all things, you know, that, um, I just, that, that everyone has their own path. And the thing that I, um, that stands out to me is it, there's nothing worse than being stuck because you're searching for your passion. Like, no, you know what things you're passionate about. You know what things invigorate you, make you happy, make you feel alive. And you follow those things and, and, um, and just don't lose sight of what your ultimate goals are in life. You know, and yeah. I think that's kind of the key. Because I feel like, yeah, for some people, it might be, I'm dropping everything, I'm quitting the job I have, and I'm going for for this goal, you know? Yeah. Sometimes that is the case. Other times, that's not the case. And I just think that, um, I hate to see people um, get stuck or not move forward in their lives or not not enjoy what they're doing because they feel like, oh, well, wait, what's my passion? Like, I can't do... Like, I can't do something because I'm not passionate I'm, about it. I'm not passionate about it. It's not my... You know, it's not my ultimate passion that, you know, for some people they have that, other people they don't, and it's okay because we all have gifts and things that are strengths for us and things that um, that we're kind of driven to or that drawn to, and I think those are our passions. Like, follow those. Yeah. So, the question, what's your passion? How do you answer that? Mm, I would say my family's my passion. I would say... Um, security is passion for me. I think, um, like, uh, I want to say music is a passion. Um, kindness is a passion. Um, I would say being organized is a passion. All of these things that help me to feel peace and happiness in my life, those are, those are my passions. Those are things that are important to me that keep me going and keep me... Yeah. Anyone else have something to add their passion about, Lissa? No? Mom did everything. Mom? Oh, she just I said listed everything? everything? No, no, no. So you read She it. didn't list one thing that I wrote down. I wrote, make work fun. I'm yeah. passionate about that. Yeah. Like, I got to an age where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have to work my whole life. May as well make it fun. Mm-hmm. So I love to do that. I love to create. And I love to discover what's behind, like, design decisions. Like, why is this table shaped the way that it's shaped, you know, who decided that and how did they come about deciding that? Like, I just, I think that's really cool. So, well, I think if we were all to brainstorm, we could come up with a lot of things that are actually passions for us that we don't, um, that, you know, off the top of my head, you just are just shooting off. Okay. This is what I think is my passion, but I think we really were to take a minute and think we discover that we have a lot of things that yeah for sure that we are important for some people did you have something no but Alyssa's like mouthing my words and it's making me really it's hard to concentrate (laughs) as I'm talking she's mouthing my words and this isn't making it hard to concentrate. I don't, I don't even know what's happening. This little over boy. There. Well, he's disappeared now. Joshua's. He's crazy. underneath the blanket I didn't of even invisibility. Know. He disappeared, and it wasn't distracting because <laughs> these I didn't kids even know. can't hold still. That was a big difference between doing it with adults, all adults <laughs> in the family. Just so you know. <laughs> anyway, it's fun. Um, it makes it so. It fun. is fun. That's what makes this so joyous. You're talking important. Um, one thing people are passionate about or could be passionate about is 
the guitar segue to Guitar Appreciation Day on the oh. 8th. Oh, maybe Joshua should share about this. Do you have a guitar song that you like? But do you remember seeing what what did we what did we learn about? Something you didn't even know existed. Oh. Air guitar. <laughs> oh, the air guitar, yeah. We had air guitar lessons. Yeah, what did you so think? Weird. <laughs> it's like the weirdest it's thing. Like, I feel like it's really dumb. It's like, it is. That's the it's kind of a joke. The videos that we saw were kind of, like, they were just performance-based, like, jokes a little bit. It had to have been. Yeah. We hope they are. So, but anyway, um, does anyone have a song where the guitar is, like, prominent? And you can think of, like, a little guitar riff in your head? Oh, uh... Batman. I know the minute that you say, then we're gonna know, but... No one? The Batman thing. The Batman thing? What does that mean? Um, in the Lego Batman movie, he goes, like... He goes, he's like eating his dinner and then he goes, Okay. That was awesome. That was Peter's impression of That's an electric cool. guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we had a video right now. He's just getting it. What about, I always think of, when I think of guitar, I think of Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. That little guitar scene. Johnny be good. Oh, yeah. And he's going, and then he gets out of control and he's like, yeah. You'll really like that in a few years. You're oh, really man. Like that or of all the scenes and movies, I love that one. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Um, what about that one um, song? Is it an Imagine Dragons song where they go, there's like a little... Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little half Wait. impression there. I, I, I think I know. Is it in Thunder? Because remember that one day we were at Grandma's house and I kept thinking of it and I was like, what is that song? Maybe that was what it was. It wasn't guitar then. Play the rhythm. Yeah, and maybe it's not guitar. Maybe they do keyboard, but it sounds like it could be guitar to me. Yeah. I'm sure you could play it on guitar. No, he's having a microphone. Oh. Yeah, he is. Okay. We're getting off on some interesting tangents here. Okay. I don't even remember that. Um, we did listen to some... Oh, yeah. Mom's going to look it up now. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, we did listen to some uh, cool guitar uh, riffs cool. that day. Weird. You didn't like it? Weird. It was what, weird. What we listened to a song called Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Do you remember how that went? Yeah. Mom does. Ooh, <laughs> Not the words, the guitar. <laughs> At the very beginning, there's like a guitar. <laughs> yeah. And then we listened to Desire, U2, Desire. Can you give us a little impression of that one? So there was that one. Uh, and then there was one that I liked, uh, I don't know why, Whole in My, no, Wholehearted by a band called Extreme. I just really liked the opening of this. And I remember my friend Ning in high school learned how to play it, and that was like, he'd always play it when we'd get together. And I was jealous because he could play it. 
still that, can't play anything on the guitar. What was that video that we saw where the guy was like holding the guitar up? That was the um, Top Gun anthem, which is a uh, a cool like, uh, guitar it was solo. Like so weird. It was like yeah. And I told the boys, I said, if you listen to this and watch the opening scene of Top Gun, and you don't want to become a, a jet pilot, then like something's weird. Because <laughs> that was like my dream when I was a kid, when I was your age. Yeah, it is weird. Well, I don't either. No. But every time I see that, I remember that scene is so cool. So, anyway, I took a guitar class in college, and that's how I know all my guitar, which is very little, even though um, I feel like my skills at that point were, you know, okay. I mean, it was a beginning class, but um, I borrowed a friend's guitar and played it, and um, we need to get our guitar strung, because then we could play a little bit more. So... Anyhow, so anyway, that's what we thought about on Guitar Appreciation Day. The ninth was Pretty Women Day, and I'm getting blank looks from Pretty everyone when we bring this up. Okay, that's, that's the first thing but I that think was of the point. you say Pretty Women Day, I always to think, think of Roy Orbison's Pretty Women, right? I want to, Peter, this is, a, this is a time for you, and I don't want to embarrass you, but how do you determine, like, who's pretty? Oh man! Oh. I just see it. You just it's, see it? Yeah. It's like, it's like obvious. It's, there's not really a way. No, it's no. For, it's like okay. different for everybody, though. You know what I heard okay. one time? I know. How. Which this is, I always think is so fascinating. What? Um, someone told me one time that you are attracted to people who look like who you. Who look yeah. like you? And I think it's so interesting because oh. I agree. Like I feel like Dad and I look similar. And lots of couples, you'll see. Well, that hold on, not hold always on. the case. Hold on. Attraction is different than pretty, Attraction. right? That's, oh, that's true. So, because, like, I could see someone that looks nothing like me and just be like, they're Ooh. they're really pretty. And yeah. and beauty is very subjective. And let's just say that there's beauty in everything. Like, I think all of God's children are really beautiful. Yeah. But I just think that it's really interesting, you know, when, when you say, oh, that person is so pretty, you know? What is it that you're noticing that... Um, that kind of, you know, no, makes like, oh, them pretty. seem pretty to you. Any thoughts? Are we putting Peter on the spot because we know he likes it? Like, no. Like no, I don't want to put anyone on the spot. I know, I'm just thinking about when we were teasing. And this is a question girls. for no. for mom and Alyssa and, and anybody. You know, when you when you see someone, what what is it that is the thing that makes them appear pretty or handsome or whatever? They look like you. Okay, they look like so you. So that, that could be the case, but I think in general... No, no, I know how... Um, they, um, oh, this is what Josh was telling. Yes, they need. Don't lean back, Kate. Um. Um. They need makeup. No, they don't. No, oh. they don't. Oh, most of most them do. Most of them do. I don't wear makeup. And they're they're if they're like in a fashion show, their dresses need to look good. Well, okay, that's Joshua. that's so, coming from Joshua. Let's see if we that can. Could be, that could be because for some reason Joshua or Dad decided to have us watch. Well, we watched some beauty some pageants. One from Miss America like, pageants. One from 1984 and one from like 2019. And I, I wanted to watch it to see what what was being presented. I didn't agree necessarily with a pageant, but I just thought I what's being presented as pageant, but for some as reason it was... pretty or beauty. 
And I think that one of the problems with us being able to identify it is because pageants, they do a crappy job of like emphasizing what's important. Because when we had our conversation after, I was like, I think pretty like has a lot to do more than just like looks, but like how someone makes you feel or how someone treats you, you know? Well, even in the pageants though, I think it's not only what they look like because you can look pretty, but then if, if they don't present well or if they don't have a personality, they also won't do well. So I think it all goes together. Anyway, it's a curious thing. It's just a visual thing, I guess is what. I don't think, well, it's interesting because you say it's just a visual thing and I could um, point out like celebrities and I could go, that's a pretty um, or a handsome person, right? I don't know them. Um, I don't see how they treat other people, but you could say they're pretty. And why? Is it because they are wearing makeup like Josh was saying? Is it because they have symmetrical features? Is it because their skin looks so porcelain clear? You know, what is it that in our brains draws people to think some people are really pretty? The it's just a question. The interesting thing about that, too, is I feel like it can change, right? Like, sure. we were watching the beauty pageant from the 80s, and we're going, they all look weird. Like, yeah. they, don't, they don't look like maybe what 2019 version of pretty is. You know, well, they, what they were wearing was way different. Everyone was wearing, like wearing long sleeve sweaters. Hair, the way they wear their makeup, the yeah. way everything was just so even down to their teeth. Like they showed these beauty pageants uh, winners from back in the years, like going back to the fifties, and mm-hmm. like it's nothing like today where everyone has like straight teeth and like it's just a different. different yeah. time. it's interesting. That I think that is that was that's a really interesting takeaway from that day was just to see. Gosh, that kind of changes, and um, how important is it really? And well, and I think there was a time in my life where, and maybe this is why this topic is even relevant, where I realized, oh, the definition of pretty isn't what I've been thinking of all my life. You know, I might have just been thinking, oh, pretty because that person looks like a movie star, or pretty because um, they have long hair, or pretty because they do their makeup really well, but. You know, there's nothing more pretty to me than someone that is, like, really confident without any makeup at all, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, just or an interesting wife, right topic. after she gave childbirth. It's so oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just paint that picture for us. I just, <laughs> I just thought that would be something that someone would say about their wife. She's so beautiful. And because that's obviously not the time that... That you want your picture that taken. That at their best. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, um, Alyssa, what do you think about this topic? You're kind of at the age where I think girls are thinking about this or worrying about this or or forming ideas about what they think about beauty and and um, what's important and what's not important to them. I don't know. Where would I want to wear? I don't know. Don't have an opinion, I guess. Well, let's let's help you farm one. I think one of they the... like state it or like make it obvious that they like don't like that thing about me. Say that again. I don't even know I don't, what that means. I don't care what other people think about oh. me, but I but I do care if they like state it or make it obvious. Sure, like think whatever you want, but leave me alone, right? <laughs> I don't care what people think about me as long as they keep it to themselves. Is well, basically what you said. You don't want to get your feelings hurt. Yeah, I just don't want to get my feelings hurt. That's all I'm okay. saying. Okay. That makes sense. Well, 
Like you read people's minds. Well, that's that's kind of another topic, but um, yeah, I, I want to say this: when we asked Alyssa about pretty, one of the first things that came to me when she stood, sat up and was like, mm, I don't know, like, what am I trying to say? One of the things I thought of was like when a person smiles, like that is pretty. Yeah, you know what I mean. And when you made that noise, like, mm, you're saying like, having a negative attitude. It seemed like, well, that's not a very pretty, like, well, even yeah. reaction. But then, as you like were talking, then you did smile, and I was like, oh, you found you're pretty. <laughs> you know, like that's a pretty. You just made me get up from lying on the table. I wasn't in a very good mood right then. You say lying on the table. Exactly. I think, like... <laughs> All right, have we just drilled this to death? Yes. Let's move on. We should move on. All we right. should just turn this off. <laughs> No, I think our recording's going very well. Is it going really well? Yeah, okay, no. good. I don't care what you guys think, as long as you don't share it with me. I think the kids just aren't really, like, too excited about it this week for some reason. Well, well the, there's no... But remember, day. tired, there's no... And it's fast Sunday, guys, so we're... Yeah. Well, we're, we have our fast Sunday today. Here. Yeah, well, we're fasting we're, today. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to get to my favorite topic of the week, which is uh, Ryan Day, which was August 10th. Ryan Day? Rhyme day. That would be a pretty cool topic. <laughs> I said rhyme. Your, your favorite rhyme. day. Rhyme day. Um, why is rhyming a thing? Like, what is rhyming for? Why do we rhyme? Why do we? Because it sounds cool. Okay. Why do we rhyme? When, when do we rhyme? Like, do we rhyme? We rhyme in, in music. Songs. We rhyme in songs. In we rhyme poetry. in poetry. Is there other times we rhyme? When would you choose Sometimes to rhyme something? Accident. We rhyme all the time. We, when you're trying to learn and teaching and in education. Ah, so we rhyme so that we can remember stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that just is fascinating to me. Um, you know, this literary um, device mm-hmm. of rhyming things because it really, really does help you remember stuff. If someone rhymes really, really well. Um, and I wrote a couple of things down as far as the things that um, I appreciate or I'm grateful for as far as rhyming goes. One of them was the poet we were listening to last night, Shel Silverstein. I grew up on all those poems. And if you let me just listen to that like two or three times, I'd have every single one of them rememorized for sure. Um, they just started that powerful. When you start to rhyme stuff with funny ideas or with any ideas, you can just stick with you. Yeah, the other one... Um, that I wrote down was, and it's too bad Anna's not here because she's such a, a fan, but Lynn manuel Miranda, um, composer of, uh, well, he's, he wrote Hamilton. And he wrote so many words. And I just, this is Lyricist Week, by the way, and um, he wrote the words mm-hmm. of all of these songs. And I just finished reading a book about kind of the, the making of Hamilton. And there are um, so many words in the songs that he had to write because it's not like a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical where you've got dialogue, dialogue, music, dialogue, dialogue, here's another song, dialogue, dialogue. It's not like that. It's all music from the very beginning to the very end. Everything that's spoken is spoken in some sort of song. And so, or rap, right? And so he had. I always thought it was. Well, because the music is not typical, it's it's maybe not an operetta, but maybe it would fall under that. Well, I always I thought like an opera, I should research it. Opera was like traditional opera. And then an operetta is one that's like music, but it's not like opera in the formal sense. Yeah. 
Well, this one was unique because there are so many words and the author of this book, um, uh, well, just the details that were in the book because it was written by Lin-Manuel and another man named uh, James McCarter or Jeremy McCarter. Um, they talked about how many words are in Hamilton uh, compared to these other um, you know, plays and things. And it just is amazing how many more words, which is crazy because someone had to come up with every single one of those words and every single one of those words has to be validated in some way, you know? Yeah. And um, anyway, I think that all of us have come to appreciate in some form or another the music of Hamilton and uh, the rhymes of Hamilton. In fact, uh, the boys have gotten into the music and the parodies that come with Hamilton sometimes. And you know all those words. And what's, what's the value of Lin-Manuel Miranda using rhyme or hip-hop in addressing a topic like a political figure in Hamilton? It, becomes, it helps you memorize it better just because the words roll off your tongue after you've memorized it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it helps you memorize the songs better or just remember the music remember, better, all the above? Yeah, and then yeah, like, you remember the facts better and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would say that's true. I would say that, let's say that he didn't rhyme anything or he used some other method of telling the story and then maybe it just becomes like a history book mm-hmm. and no one really cares. I don't know. Hearing like all of the all of the inspiration that he used from other artists and things like that to put together this music was really, really fascinating. So pretty cool uh, work of art. And if you haven't heard the music, you should check it out for sure. There are some salty words. Um, there are lots of salty words. There's some salty <laughs> There's like words. One song in there. I remember coming home from California, and we just had to say, "Hey, this is what this means." Just so you know, so yeah, it was kind like, of a learning experience. Well, it wasn't. Don't say that. It was. This is what the word means. Is there any time in your life where you need to use that strong of a word, Peter? No. Probably not. So we kind of hopefully just allowed you guys to figure that out yourself. But um, anyway. That was Rhyme Day, so um, Rhyme Day. let's look at next week, and then you guys all need to take a nap, for I sure. Don't, I don't need a nap. Or a game. Or a game. I don't oh, need no. a nap. I need to be done with this. It's so, can anyone guess what this uh, next week's theme is? Weird and wacky. Weird and wacky week. Let's, how should we celebrate that? Gosh, it's the last full week weird. before school starts. Whoa. Weird. Why? Why? Why would you say that? Why is weird and wacky? Oh, why would I remind you? Yeah, school starts. Let's say you're going to be going to high school. Yeah. It's where kids begin to have fun at school. Come on. I'm excited for you. Don't they have fun in elementary school and then like no. in kindergarten? No. And then they like <laughs> stop no. having so fun in first boring. grade. <laughs> in, in kindergarten, they're like, do this. Oh, no, stop doing that. Kindergarten was my favorite grade. Kindergarten. You kidding me? <laughs> you don't really have to do anything All in right. kindergarten. So it's weird and wacky week. Learn. Sorry to remind yeah, you that school is starting. Man alive. Say something and then something else comes out of their mouths. Huh. <laughs> today, I know, I love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the 11th, which is today, it's underwear day. So we'll be responding to Ooh. underwear day and why underwear is a thing, I guess. I don't know. We'll figure it That's out. That's fitting because lately I keep saying, What's asking under there? Do you need some more underwear? How are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And they're all like, Mom, we're fine. We don't need underwear. We've got tons. Like, well, we're going to discuss it. It's going to be Everybody's awesome. sure. Sometimes you outgrow. The 12th is Surf's Up Day. Okay, the 13th is Campfire Day. Wednesday, weird. the 14th is the Far Side Day. That's not weird. Joshua. Joshua. 
You're not even at the table. <laughs> like, keep the peanut gallery comments. He's laying on the ground and he fell onto this chair, please. and now he's putting the hand into the yoga ball. All right. Okay, the 15th, we are ending this right away. The 15th <laughs> is change your password day because I always need that reminder. The 16th is chiropractor appreciation day. They always have your back. Um, I, ah, ha, ha, I never heard these that These guys always either. have your back. Oh, dad wrote that down. And I'm trying to think, maybe I wrote that because it's my grandpa's birthday on the 16th. Probably. I must have. Was he a chiropractor? Yes. He was a chiropractor. For sure. Ah, and then the 17th is Tourist Appreciation Day. How could we appreciate tourists? We, we just tourists. go like go down to Salt Lake and just be like, England. let's go down to, to Salt yeah. Lake and just like London. welcome London. tourists that are around. Hello. That'd be a good idea. Hello. We'll do that. Okay. Hello, that was this week. Sorry for the uh, all the um, the random nothingness. Oh, Becky says don't apologize. This is just how we are. This is, this is are. us at our most vulnerable, transparent. <laughs> what are the words? What are the buzzwords? Authentic. authentic. These are our selves. authentic selves. Yeah, we are. We're not so anything. when I get after Joshua for being a turkey, that's authentic, folks. Right. So, so later. Smile.